Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tag One Team Talks, the vlog and podcast of Tag One Consulting. I'm Michael Myers, the Managing Director, and today we're celebrating and looking back on 20 years of Drupal. We're really proud at Tag One to have many team members that have been part of Drupal for a really long time, including several that have been there since the very beginning. I'm joined today by Doug Green, one of our senior most team members. I've known Doug for, gosh, over a decade, and we've had the opportunity to work together at different organizations. Doug, uh, why don't you give people just a quick background, you know, some of the things you've done in the Drupal community. Sure. I've been in Drupal, I'd have to look at my profile, 2006-ish time frame. My biggest contribution that most people know about is the coder module, the code review module. After I did that, you know, I was working with views and search type of things around that same time frame. I made some major improvements to the Drupal 6. Is it Drupal 6? Yeah, Drupal 6, the search engine, optimizing the queries because of that work. I ended up becoming a maintainer slash co-maintainer of the search core module, which was more an honorarium than an actual job I did because I didn't do a very good job of maintaining, but I, I was involved with, with some major improvements to the, major and minor improvements to the search core module at that time. I've been, uh, a professional or a paid consultant developer in Drupal since that time frame, and you know every organization I've been with, our philosophy has always been to contribute back to Drupal. So I have tons of commits to lots of different modules, just through patches and, and my my day job. Do you and remember I, how you first came across and discovered Drupal and and why you chose to use it? Yes, I do. And hopefully Leo back there is not too distracting. Um, maybe he'll get some. I want to know if Leo, does Leo have any commits? <laughs> no. Yeah, has he pushed? I've seen Angie comment about her cat typing, pushing. No. Yeah, I do know how I first got involved in Drupal. And I first got involved in Drupal. In 2004, I was politically involved with a candidate that did not win presidency. And I was in Dallas, Texas at the time and helped form an organization for that candidate. Now, he wasn't the candidate that was using Drupal. You know, Howard Dean was using Drupal and, you know, I was supporting John Kerry at the time. And I helped build an organization of, gosh, I don't forget how many people, but it was a pretty big organization in Dallas, Texas. But I did it all by hand. I was, I was writing an HTML, you know, I built a website and an HTML. We had a news feed and the news feed was every night. I went in and I edited the HTML and pulled the news from somewhere else and plugged it in. And after that, I thought there's got to be a better way to do this, you know, to manually editing the website. And I did some research and I came upon Drupal and, and I looked at, you know, I don't remember which ones were at the time, but, you know, the popular 
CMSs at the time, and I looked at Drupal and I thought this was a good, good platform. And then out of that experience, I tried to start a company that was building political websites. And I picked Drupal as my platform and the company was a miserable failure. It had no business. Nobody wanted to pay for political websites and they certainly didn't want to pay what it cost, but that got me into Drupal. Wow. Yeah, you reminded me, Dean Space was sort of a huge catalyst for Drupal. Really the first major, you know, website to, to run Drupal, and it revolutionized American politics online and, and really jump-started Drupal's success. I didn't know that, I didn't know about the whole John Kerry story. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't do Dean Space. I wasn't involved with Dean Space. I wish I kind of had been. It would have been a lot easier, but that was my introduction. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what your first commit or one of your first commits was? I had started making a ton of Drupal. Gosh, what are we in now? So I first got involved in Drupal. I remember some of my first early modules, and I remember my first Drupal core commits. My first early contrib modules obviously were before the Drupal core commits. My first Drupal core work was at OSCMS in 2007, I think it was. And OSCMS was DrupalCon before DrupalCon. The uh, open source content management system right, conference that was in California. Yeah, at an, yeah, in California at the Yahoo campus, there were three hundred of us. I think two hundred of us were Drupalers, and a hundred were other CMSs. I attended that. There was a. This is where I met Jeremy the first time, and I met Chicks Charlie for the first time. I attended that. There was a one day, and I met Narayan there too. There was a one day paid workshop on performance, and then we had a code sprint. And I was at the code sprint, and you know, like I said, a lot of my work has been you know paid uh, consulting work. So I was at the code sprint, and I had a lot of paid consulting work to do. So I sat down at a table and started to do my own work. And I thought, this is crazy. I'm at you know. I'm at this conference, I should probably do some, you know, Drupal work. So I went up to Charlie and I said, what can I do? And I think I told this story at, at, on the last uh, podcast, so I won't say it now. But I went up to Charlie and I asked him, you know, for some work. And I, I did some, it was a, a big patch that Gabor had made for language. And I started reviewing that and contributing there. I think one of my favorite things about the early days of Drupal is that conferences like that, we were able to get together and make, you know, big decisions about Drupal and, and, and big changes. Maybe uh, what core days are now, you know, now we have 3,000 people instead of 300 people. Fun fact about the OSCMS, that's where Jay Batson met Dries, I believe. That's where I first met Jay Batson. I remember him me aside and saying, I want to start a company around Drupal. And I said, well, you can't do that without trees. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't think there was a chance in how that would happen. And I'm, I'm really glad that it did. That's pretty amazing. 
All I remember about OSCMS beyond that is that Google brought us a trunk full of liquor because they were trying to, like, one-up Yahoo for giving us the space. <laughs> and we had one hell of a party. Uh, I don't remember that, but <laughs> <laughs> not because I was drinking, but because I wasn't part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a lot of fun. Wow. It's, it's pretty amazing. So looking back, what is there like a favorite thing you worked on or, you know, and, and a least favorite thing you've worked on? And Michael gave me the questions here to prepare my favorite thing to work on. It was, it was fun. You got like the most out of, or it, was, well, it was fun writing coder at the beginning. All the stuff in the, I mean, I enjoy writing code. So solving problems, finding things out while it's frustrating and banging your head against the wall. It's also kind of fun, you know, to, to solve things. But uh, a, a lot of the stuff in the earlier days of Drupal was kind of fun because it was fast moving and you knew you were making an impact. You know, since this is the second one of these I've done in the last uh, three months, I'm not sure if I said this in, on the last one, but we used to have a developer email list. And, you know, there has always been the issue queue, but there was the developer email list. And I don't know how many people were on the email list, but it was kind of a thing that I would read as it came in all the time. And somebody would say, I've got this problem. And then somebody would fix it, you know, and it seemed I'm an early bird and I'm on the East coast of the United States. So I kind of felt like I had the first option to fix some things, you know, somebody in Europe would find a problem, you know, and it, it wouldn't get it fixed. And I'd wake up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning, East coast time. And I'd try to get it fixed before anyone else in the United States got it fixed. So I could be the one that did it. And it was kind of fun being in that environment where you really felt connected to everything that was going on in Drupal. It kind of reminds me of computer science. There was a there was a time where I thought I could know everything about everything, you know. And you know, my college degree is 1986. Certainly, you know, programming had evolved, and there was a lot to know then. But there was a lot less to know then than there is now. Now I've realized you've got to kind of specialize in things. You know, you're not going to know everything about everything. But, you know, back then, I, I remember one particular example where, you know, someone gave the, uh, our octal math was wrong on file permissions. And, you know, I tried to fix that very quickly. And again, I think I told this story last time. I completely oh. forgot about the, the mailing list. That's, that's crazy. I think like the, the, the global nature and like the timing, you know, I, I just spoke to Cash earlier this morning. I think, you know, we all worked together at examiner.com. I think that that was one of the things that really made Drupal 7 happen. You know, we would work, you know, during the day our time. He would get up in the morning his time in Japan at the time and do tons of commits into Drupal 7. And I think that's what led to him becoming you know, the, the core committer and framework manager for eight is that he played such an instrumental role in, in that. So it's pretty interesting how, like, where you fall in in the development cycle could, 
could be like a, a secret for people in the future. <laughs> you know, get up early, <laughs> you know, and, and and make your contributions. So, do you have a uh, a favorite uh, and a least favorite feature? No, not really. What drives? I'll, I'll I'll get on the soapbox for thirty seconds, and that's a. Uh, I took a long time to come on board to uh, Drupal Eight. I remember telling Drees at one point that I thought we were done with Drupal 7. It was perfect. We didn't need to do anything more. And the, the Drupal 8 development cycle was like five years. It was a long time. So from like 2010 to 2015 or 2012 to 2016, I wasn't that involved in the core development. I was still working on Drupal 7. And while Drupal 8, I've been doing Drupal 8 work for four or five years now. I wouldn't go back to 7. I like it. The least favorite feature is that we lost a lot of the community when we went from 7 to 8. We gained some of the community. Drupal 8 is was designed intentionally to try to attract the professional computer scientists, the software developers, it's object-oriented. It, it is, in many ways, more pleasant to work in, but we lost a lot of the hobbyists because it's harder to work in. Yeah. And we also, we lost a lot of the, you know, the, I mean, I understand the technical decisions. PHP is an interpretive language. There is technical debt to carry when you have wrapper functions that you know make things easier. But I'm working with two teams right now. One of them is Tag One, and 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 this and another team. And, and on the other team, they don't know Drupal eight, and things are a lot harder for them in Drupal seven. And I had someone telling me just this last week, and I tried to get the details. If, if there were any metrics behind it. But what she was saying is she had an actual factor of how much longer it took them to do a Drupal 8 project than a Drupal 7 project. And, you know, it was a factor of two or something, you know, it, it cost a lot more. Yeah. We actually, one of our upcoming team talks, we, we're doing a brand new Drupal 7 site now where it's about to start for a, a major Fortune 500, and there was a lot of debate about it, but they have such a huge investment in the platform, you know, the, the speed and cost at which they could, you know, churn out a complex 7 site, you know, just outweighed everything. You know, they have Drupal 8 sites. It's not that they can't do 8 and 9. It's just that, you know, it was, you know, we think that, you know, the best and smartest decision because, like you said, 7 is an amazing platform, and... With extended support, it's going to be, you know, around for another five to seven years. I think seven and eight, it's one of the most contentious things that's happened in the community. And uh, I think you're right. We, you know, we, we the backdrop kicked up, you know, the first time there was a fork of Drupal and, and hopefully the last and, you know, uh, a lot of turmoil around it. And, and there are many advantages and disadvantages to it. And time will tell, you know. So... What do you think 
the missing feature is? Or, you know, is there something that you wish Drupal did right now that it doesn't, or a feature you've always wanted to have that just hasn't got in there? And I'm going to have to say no, I don't know. You know, I, I love listening to Dries's. I'm not the visionary for a lot of these things. What about on like the projects you're working on? Is there something that like is particularly a pain in the ass or? Everything <laughs> pain yeah. in the ass because that's what they pay me to do to fix these things, to, to figure these <laughs> things out. The, uh, the thing I've been working on most recently, that's my most recent pain in the ass. It, it all comes down to uh, going back to the Drupal 7, 8 thing. And uh, it comes down to what you know and, and what you know how to do and what you got to figure out how to do. And, you know, I think on, you know, the, the Drupal 7, 8 thing that I think you can do a project just as fast in Drupal 8 if your team is built around Drupal 8 and you have the Drupal 8 tools. So I was brought on to this other project to help with migrations. They had four Drupal 8 sites already that need to go to nine. That was simple, but another six sites or so that had to go from Drupal 7 to Drupal 9. And they had no Drupal 8 experience on the team. So I had to write a lot of my, you know, I had to figure out the migration system. And I know that if, you know, Mike Ryan or Moshe had been on our team, they would have been, you know, done it differently and quicker. But I don't, didn't know the migration system. I know Drupal 8, Drupal 9. So the pain in the ass was figuring out how to do these migrations. And every single time, you know, we have to learn. We did one, we migrated one site and then, oh, shoot, we, you know, just yesterday, you know, after doing this big migration site that's taken us three months and we're going to launch next week, learned that I should have done something different at the beginning that now affects the next migration site. But there's just, uh, Drupal's complex now. It's big. There's a lot of parts, a lot of things to know. And, and I don't know it all. I have to figure everything out, which is, I mean, you know, I'm good at figuring things out, but I don't know things off the top of my head. Looking back on 16 years, Doug, what do you think has been the best part of, you know, being part of Drupal and the Drupal community? Well, I, I'm glad you asked that. I wanted to work this in. The best part of being part of the Drupal community is being part of the Drupal community and knowing people like you and being connected to this worldwide developer community, going to conferences having friends all over the world, you know. I'm getting all emo. <laughs> I, I hear you. Like, it, it, you know, talking to everybody on the team about, you know, their experience and thinking about the fact that we've known each other for so long and, and, and you know, it, it's, it's mind-blowing. So just to, to wrap this up, you know, is there anyone that you want to thank you know, that, that really got you started. I, I know there, there are too many people to thank today, but, but looking back to the earliest days, you know, anyone or, you know, people that stand out. I don't know if you remember this, uh, DrupalCon, there was a DrupalCon where Dries said, if your life has been uh, changed by Drupal, would you please stand up? And I stood up and 
I think half the room or more of the room stood up. You know, so first, you know, it's got to be Drees for starting yeah. thing. And, you know, he didn't know what he was, you know, starting, but he's been, a, I believe, a, a good steward of, of Drupal for us. I got to thank Jeremy because, you know, I've worked for Jeremy for a lot of years and Jeremy's a good friend. He was an early mentor in, in you know, the technical side, but on the business side, you know, I can't, and I'm looking forward to at post pandemic being able to go to Italy again and spend some time there. Um, yeah, yeah. For yeah. everyone listening, Jeremy is the founder of, of Tag One, and I agree. I'd love to go visit him. I've heard his place in Italy is, is gorgeous. Um, I, I, and I, I agree with you, Doug. I, yeah. I don't think that Drupal could be or would be what it is without Dries. I think that his, you know, nature. It really was a big part of shaping the community and, and making it what it is. And I think had anybody else started Drupal, I, I you know, I, you know, I wonder, you know, I, I don't think it would be what it is today because the community, you know, and, and, you know, how the community interacts with each other and supports each other is really what, you know, made Drupal what it is today. So, yeah, I want to thank one more person, which is Chicks and Charlie. And I'm sad that Charlie's not as involved with the community today as he was early on and the personal things that happened that led to that. He's a good friend, a sweet guy. You know, some people have seen the other side of that, but you know, his technical contributions. You know, I remember being at OSCMS at my first, you know, and in some things there he was giving a talk on the menu system you know and you know how this was better and you know and his technical brilliance and i've worked with him on a couple of teams you know he he's he's got a role to, you know to, to play you know if you can you know turn over a hard problem to him and let him solve it he'll come up with miraculous solutions and I always admired how he could solve something in, you know, 20 lines of code as opposed to 500. Chicks is, is genius. He was my first hire 16 years ago and will forever hold a special place in my heart. The guy is just insanely amazing and dedicated, you know, a very loyal and, and great friend. I hear you. Doug, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun to look back down memory lane and so many things that I forgot about and uh, appreciate. So thanks for joining us and uh, look forward to chatting with you again soon. Will do. Thanks.